What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So check this out, guys. Today, I was uh, browsing the web archive, and I came across a story from January 16th, 2003 by Kirk Johnson at the Baltimore Sun. The title reads, Sonar Study of Hudson Points to Shipwrecks. The first uh, several paragraphs is basically just stating that these researchers have found not some, but every single ship that ever sunk to the bottom of the Hudson River. And like I just said, not some of them, not most of them, every fucking single shipwreck. I mean, we are talking shipwrecks that are over 400 years old. And these researchers identified more than 200 possible wrecks spread over 140 miles from the southern tip of Manhattan to Troy. This is where the article fucking gets kind of strange. Apparently, these maps of where the wrecked ships are are state secrets. The uh, reason that they give is because they don't want people to go try to, I guess, salvage any of the materials on these wrecks. So you're like, okay, that that's totally feasible. I get that. But if you read on a little further, check this out. Quote, the surveys have also turned up more mysterious structures, including a series of submerged walls more than 900 feet long that scientists say are clearly of human construction. They say the walls are probably at least 3,000 years old because that was the last time the river's water levels were known to be that low. So they're saying at one point in history, these walls were constructed on land. So like I just said, the top of the fucking story is talking about how they don't want to give out the coordinates of anything on this map that they have researched. But then the paragraph after, hey, we found some crazy man-made shit down there. They go on to state that the Hudson was never much of a pirate's nest or a conduit to gold and silver mining country. Historians and maritime experts do not expect any lost chests of valuable materials like gold, silver, blah, blah, blah. I mean, what is it? Are we not giving the coordinates out so we can protect like some fucking valuable treasure on these sunk ships? Or... (laughs) Do we think there really isn't any valuable treasure on these ships because it was never a pirate's nest? It was never a conduit to gold. So the whole story just seemed a little bit fishy and off. And to this day, fucking 20 years later, these maps are still classified. Kind of makes you wonder, right? Another interesting side note about this. You can't use a search engine to find the story I was just talking about. You specifically have to go to the web archive because the story has been wiped from the internet. So, I mean, all of this is just kind of adding up to a bunch of fishy ass fuckery. If you've listened to Vanished in the Valley for a while, you will maybe remember a couple episodes I did. One called Forbidden and Vanished Archaeology. And then the other one I did on a Soviet classified document that basically broke down what the Ananerbi found in ancient Tibetan manuscripts. There just seems to be a pattern of the government, many governments actually, suppressing ancient artifacts. I talked about a city in the Grand Canyon one time that apparently you can't even go to this area of the Grand Canyon anymore. I kind of, uh, not kind of, I 100% believe the powers that be, the fucking elite, the government, whatever you want to call these douchebags. They're definitely suppressing our true history. I don't have an answer as to why, 
they want to feed us a line of bullshit about the human history, but there's just a lot of stuff coming out that should make you wonder. There is enough evidence pointing to, hey, maybe we're not getting the full story, that it should start ringing some bells in people's heads like, hey, maybe we should do our own research and see what we can find on our own. A great starting place is the book I was just talking about called Forbidden Archaeology by Michael Cremo. Go read that shit. And then after you read that, if you want, hit me up through Gmail and I will send you the PDF format of this classified Soviet doc that corroborates information in Forbidden Archaeology. Or maybe it's vice versa because this doc from the Soviets was done in the 80s and the book by Michael Kremo came out in the mid 90s. But all in all, it's very interesting stuff. And I definitely believe there's evidence out there that the powers that be are hiding information on the origins of the human race. Like I was saying earlier, this story is impossible to find on the regular internet, but I do have a link to the web archive article and I will post that in the show notes. So go check that out if you want to go fucking down the rabbit hole about what is going on in the Hudson River and why the coordinates on this map are classified. While we're on the subject of shit the government covers up, we need to talk about giants. No, not the shitty fucking sports team, like giants, big ass people. I did a episode on giants in history way, way fucking long ago, probably as really shitty audio quality, but I did a lot of research into it and kind of came to the conclusion that the Smithsonian and the US government and governments around the world kind of made a concerted effort to cover up the existence of giants. Well, I found a very interesting article a few days ago on archaeologyworld.com. What this article is talking about is a mural found painted in Nubian pyramids that depict a giant carrying two elephants. When I did my original giant episode, I never had even heard about this or seen these murals. It's fucking insane. Now, a lot of people will try to say, oh, these are just baby elephants that a normal human is carrying. I'm like, bitch, do you know how much a baby elephant weighs? No way. This motherfucker has two baby elephants slung over his shoulder. And he's like, oh, I'm going on my merry way with a thousand pounds of elephant. Get fucked. But anyway, here's just a brief little background on where exactly these murals were discovered. The ancient city of Marrow. Basically... The ancient city of Marrow actually to this day has dozens of pyramids that are visible from the road. Like straight up, you can see these ancient ass structures. Located in Marrow is also a cemetery consisting of about 50 sandstone and red brick pyramids of varying heights and broken tops is located towards the east. The royal city, including the ruins of a palace, a temple, and a royal bath, is located towards the west. Each of these structures has a very distinctive architecture that draws on Egyptian and Greco-Roman decorative tastes. So this just kind of gives evidence of Marrow's global connections. As far as when Western people discovered Marrow, it kind of came into the picture in 1821 by French mineralogist Frédéric Calliard. During this exploration, they found several mysterious objects, which included reliefs and paintings on the walls of the sepulchral chambers. 
which is kind of just like a fucking burial area, which leads us back to the painting that depicts the giant carrying two fucking elephants. What's kind of interesting about these paintings is the giant depicted in the mural is not Nubian. It's a Caucasian person because his hair is super light in color. And you almost could say the painting depicts this guy having reddish hair. Like I said earlier, if you listen to the Giants episode I did a couple years ago, you may remember that many of the oral traditions, legends, whatever you want to call them, include giants with red hair and six fingers. Hmm. According to a Roman historian named Josephus Flavius, he wrote in 79 AD that the last race of Egyptian giants did live in the 13th century BC and was further added by the historian that the giants had humongous bodies, like fucking huge, you guys, and that their facial features were not all that human. Hmm. Now, moving over to ancient Egypt, there's many wall paintings that actually depict the builders of the pyramids as, quote, giant people by the size of five to six meters, which in feet would be about 15 to 18 feet tall. In the murals, the researchers described that the giants had an ability to lift four to five ton blocks individually. Some of the ancient mural paintings actually showed giant kings ruling over ancient Egypt. While some also depicted little-sized servants under these giant people. Fast forward to 1998 and there's reports of a gang of robbers that basically would break into different pyramids in Egypt and just loot the fuck out of it. According to some of these reports, there was one of these guys that was in this gang of fucking temple looters who actually owned a quote unquote giant finger. And apparently this particular grave robber had a certificate of authenticity and a fucking x-ray image. And both of those were from the 1960s. So just take a look around you, dig a little below the surface, and this whole giant's legend, conspiracy theory, cover-up, whatever you like to call it, it goes fucking deep. And there are stories of these giants all over the world, in different times, in different cultures, and cultures that supposedly never had contact with each other. So there's a lot of ideas why the government would be covering this up. One of them is they don't want to upset the status quo with the Abrahamic religions because if those are giants, I mean, it's going to kind of call into question everything that the Abrahamic religions kind of teach people about the origins of the human race. Although, side note, Genesis chapter 6 states, quote, There were giants in the earth in those days and afterwards. Another part of the book of Genesis is, quote, they are said to be the offspring of humans and angels, and their name comes from the Hebrew word for fallen ones. The identity of the Nephilim is debated by scholars, but they are often described as being enormous in size and strength. Apparently, the Nephilim are the product of sons of God mingling with the daughters of Adam, the great biblical giants, quote, the fallen ones, the dead ones. So, yeah, I mean, literally almost every culture throughout the world has some sort of tales of giants. Are all of these cultures just fucking making this shit up and they have very similar details? There are so many Native American stories about the right-headed giants that you can find if you just look. When I did the first episode about the giants, 
it was a little bit easier to research versus now because I noticed maybe like half the articles I use to do research on that episode are just completely wiped from the internet. And anytime that happens, it raises my fuckery radar that some bullshit's going on. So now it's time to move on to the clown world. Check this shit out. I was browsing Reddit the other day and I came across a post that's talking about a guy named David Keith. Apparently he has a research group, you know, based at Harvard University. So he must be fucking great and smart, right? Well, the name of this uh, article, if you could call it that, is called Chemtrail Conspiracy Theories. I'm not going to bore you guys with the drivel that is contained in this article. I'll just kind of sum it up for you by reading their little conclusion. It states, quote, we are confident there is no currently active program to actually test or implement albedo modification outdoors. Another funny little entry is extraordinary claims require extraordinary proof. The claim that there is a large-scale secret program to spray materials from aircraft is extraordinary. Yet, all the evidence we have seen to date has been very weak. The most common claim is simply that aircraft contrails look, quote, different, without any comparative analysis. This is as convincing as saying that alien beings are walking among us in disguise as people because some people act very strangely. Well, if you do a little bit more digging on this stupid motherfucking shill, you will find that he is funded by none other than Bill Gates is evil. No fucking shit. Bill Gates has his dirty little fucking hands all over so much propaganda and psyop shit going around in the world. It's absolutely amazing. I don't even understand why this fool is allowed to leave his fucking padded cell. There is so much evidence out there. Now, I'm not saying this is straight up evidence that 100% proves every single streak out there in the sky is braid materials. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying there is enough evidence, enough information from whistleblowers that you would think, I don't know, the fucking government or a non-fucking corrupted agency might want to look into that because these motherfuckers are breathing this shit in too. It's going into their water source too. But it's, it's, it's never happened. <laughs> and when you read an article like this fucking chemtrail conspiracy theory by David Keith, it's just fucking ridiculous. He refuses to look at the whistleblower videos. He refuses to comment about cloud seeding and how that is an accepted practice now, even though it was a crazy conspiracy theory not too long ago. So like I fucking say almost every motherfucking episode, do your research, dig deeper, try to figure out who's funding it, and then it might give you an idea of what the researchers were paid to find. And fuck Bill Gates is evil. Fuck that doughy piece of shit. So now we need to move on to some clown world bullshit politics edition. On May 3rd, Senator Chuck Grassley and Representative James Comer sent a letter to the director of the FBI. It was dated May 3rd. And I'm just going to kind of read you briefly what this letter is saying. It says, Dear Attorney General Garland and Director Ray, we have received legally protected and highly credible unclassified whistleblower disclosures. Based on these disclosures, it has come to our attention that the Department of Justice and the FBI possess unclassified FD-1023 form 
that describes an alleged criminal scheme involving then-Vice President Biden and a foreign national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions. It has all been alleged that the document includes a precise description of how the alleged criminal scheme was employed, as well as its purpose. Based on the alleged specificity within the document, it would appear the DOJ and the FBI have enough information to determine the truth and accuracy of the information contained within it. However, it remains unclear what steps, if any, were taken to investigate the matter. The significant public interest in assessing the FBI's response to this information, as well as a growing concern about the DOJ and the FBI's track record of allowing political bias to infect their decision-making process, necessitate exacting congressional oversight. The DOJ and the FBI appear to have valuable, verifiable information that you have failed to disclose to the American people. Therefore, Congress will proceed to conduct an independent and objective review of this matter, free from those agencies' influence. Transparency brings accountability. Right off the bat, I'm thinking, oh, it's written by two politicians. Take this shit with a grain of salt. But I thought it was already common knowledge that President Brandon was scheming to fucking make money and get kickbacks in order to enact certain policies that benefited his crony ass friends. I thought this was like a thing. I didn't even realize that this is up for discussion or debate. I, I don't get it. I remember reading about all these documents, recordings, year and a half ago, involving Hunter, President Biden, pay to play shit with China. But I mean, of course, as per usual, nothing ever happens. No investigation actually takes place and there's no repercussions for these fucking criminals. So why would they stop? They literally have no incentive to stop robbing the American people of their tax dollars and being corrupt as fuck. I mean, check it out. Can you think of any politician right now that doesn't have some sort of corruption creeping around them? It's nearly impossible. I mean, there might be a one or two, but the majority of these nasty motherfuckers they're psychopaths. They don't care who they step on, what they have to do to get what they want, which is money and power. Fucking shocking, right? And a side note, this uh, whistleblower they're speaking of in this letter is Edward Snowden. So just based upon that, you could also take this information with a grain of salt. But you need to take all of the available evidence and add it up together and maybe connect the motherfucking dots. There is so much circumstantial evidence out there floating around that President Brandon is a corrupt ass piece of shit that you think anybody with like more than three brain cells would be able to connect the dots. Oh, and I don't know, maybe fucking arrest this crook. But yeah, no, clown world. It's change of subject time. Check this out, you guys. This is going down in Texas now. There's a $5,000 reward offered for information about six killed and mutilated cows in three Texas counties. It's fucking crazy, some of the facts of this case. Just sit back and check this shit out. Six cattle died mysteriously with their tongues removed, the hide around one side of their mouths gone, and no blood spilled. What the fuck? How does this even happen? And why are these cow mutilations still going on in such a similar fashion? It's like whoever, whatever is doing these mutilations seem to have some cauterizing laser shit. I'm not sure what exactly the fuck they have, but uh, removing someone's tongue should cause some blood. 
stripping away hide should cause some blood. But the authorities are not finding any of this. Now check this part out. A rancher found a six-year-old longhorn cross cow with its tongue completely removed by a, quote, straight, clean cut with apparent precision along the jawline where the cow's face was exposed. Scavenging animals did not touch the cow's body. So it had basically been lying there and decaying for several weeks before the rancher found it. According to Madison County Sheriff's Office, they're saying that law enforcement discovered five other cows, four adults and one yearling, dead in identical conditions in Brazos and Robertson counties. Two of the cows had their anus and genitalia removed with the same level of precision found in the tongue removals. And a fun little side note, while investigating the scene near all six cows, law enforcement did not find evidence of a struggle, footprints, tire marks, or disturbed grass near the bodies. Hmm. <laughs> There's some fucking weird ass shit going on in Texas right now, guys. The Animal Legal Defense Fund is the organization that basically put up this $5,000 reward for information leading to the arrest and conviction of whoever killed and mutilated these fucking cows. Because, yeah, these are fucking some strange-ass shit happening. But these cows were still tortured, and that's not okay. According to the Animal Legal Defense Fund, they said, quote, Regardless of this case's bizarre details, six cows are victims of these crimes. Since violent crimes are not always species-specific, we recommend this crime be taken seriously by the entire community. We will do all we can to support law enforcement search for answers and accountability for this case. I know we have a bunch of Texas listeners out there, so if you motherfuckers have any information, contact Investigator Foster with the Madison County Sheriff's Office at area code 936-348-2755. Now, if this is just some regular old sick-ass motherfucking person, I have questions. How, how did they get this fucking cow mutilated with no blood? How did they get this cow mutilated with no blood and no disturbance of the area around the cow? So if this truly is just some sick-ass human, don't think for a second they couldn't turn their crazy-ass rage on a human, on a child, whoever. And these type of motherfuckers, they don't stop on their own. They need to be stopped with some lead. And if it turns out this is some fucking otherworldly shit... Why do these motherfuckers always take the genitals and the tongue? Is this like a delicacy on fucking Mars or wherever these aliens are from? Like, what the fuck? Every single time, it's always the same. It's like laser precision wounds, no blood, missing fucking genitals and tongues. This shit happens over and over, and it has been reported for decades. And <laughs> there's still not many answers as to what the fuck is happening with these cattle mutilations. That's a whole ass conspiracy theory in itself. A little side note, this is not just happening in the United States. There's a story on dailymail.com from April 2nd, 2023. The title states, Aussie farmers claim aliens are surgically mutilating their cows after animals are found dead without a trace of blood at the scene. Hmm, sound a bit familiar guys? Apparently, these specific farmers say they've been finding dead cattle on their property in Queensland for the past 18 years. They say animals are found with their utter cheek tongue surgically removed. 
There's no trace of blood or sign of a struggle indicating the animals have been attacked by, you know, a fucking lion or a goddamn kangaroo. I don't the fuck. <laughs> I don't know what attacks cows in Australia, but I, you know, use your imagination. It's fucking Australia. One of the farmers estimated around 20 cows have been found with their organs cleanly removed in nearly 20 years. The farmer basically points out the fucking like obvious glaring facts. If it was a wild dog or some sort of predator, there would be teeth marks or torn flesh. But that's not the case with these dead cows. So what is it? Is it a fucking UFO? Is it government research? Is it some fucking lunatic? I don't know. Phantom? I don't know. But it's happening everywhere. And it really makes me wonder what is actually going on. How does this keep happening? These motherfuckers need to get like a game cam set up on the trails where the cows are. I don't know. All over their fucking property. Because I would really like to see how this shit is happening and who is doing it. Super fucked up. And I I want answers, motherfuckers. I want answers on the cattle mutilations, the Australian ones and the ones in the US. So hook your girl up. Since we're on the subject of Australia, there's actually some good news coming out. A doctor has filed a new class action lawsuit against the government over vaccine injuries. So both the Australian government and the pharmaceutical agencies are being sued over the injuries sustained from basically being forced to be a part of a fucking experimental medical procedure. The nationwide suit was filed in New South Wales federal court on Wednesday and has 500 complainants, including three named applicants, and seeks compensation for those who have been injured or had a loved one die because of this forced-ass medical experiment. One of the applicants now has a severe heart condition after getting Pfizer's job. And this applicant is saying there was a cover-up during the vaccine rollout, which hid the potential risks. According to the Epoch Times, those being sued include the federal government, Chief Medical Officer Dr. Brendan Murphy, and Therapeutic Goods Administration spokesman Professor John Skirrett. I know we have some Aussie listeners out there, so check this out. Australians who have experienced a serious adverse event following the forced COVID-19 vaccination are invited to step forward and register for this class action lawsuit. I will put a link to this. So if you guys are fucked up, you know someone who's all fucked up, check the show notes and follow that link and sign yourselves up. Go after these motherfuckers. And while we're at it, can we get some like criminal charges? Oh, I don't know, like crimes against humanity, maybe a fucking military tribunal, good old hanging something. And don't think every fucking country in the world that pushed this fucking psyop on their people, they all need to be strung up. So basically, the majority of the world's leaders need to be fucking uh, put through military tribunals and punished accordingly. But alas, we all know that's not going to ever happen unless we force it to happen. But again, too many people are asleep at the wheel. And I don't know, that is a fucking tall order. But I don't know. Think about it. How do we force it upon all these people to be held accountable when they're like fucking rich and powerful and have crazy connections? I mean, just what, like a straight up French Revolution type shit? I don't know. But there's got to be a way that these people be held accountable. And I'm not talking about just fucking money. That's just coming from taxpayers. They need to actually and truly be held accountable for the crimes against humanity they've committed over the last two years. Now it's time for the part of the podcast where I tell you motherfuckers what I got up to last Saturday. Me and Garrett went to a place called Natural Bridges, and it's kind of like maybe two, two and a half mile round trip. 
But you hike about a mile down this mountain and you get to this fucking crazy ass carved out cave. It's been carved out by water. And you can like float through this cave. You can swim through the cave and come out on the other side. It was fucking gorgeous. And there was like a waterfall. (laughs) This is all natural shit. And it's just like this nice little waterfall cascading down and you swim under the whole waterfall situation. But that hike back up, let me fucking tell you about burning legs. Oh, wowza. It fucking hurt, but it totally was worth it. If any of you guys out here in California ever make it out there, make sure you get soaking wet before you start walking up that trail. We did it and it was about like, I don't know, 89, 90 degrees. Woo, fucking hot. Holy shit. If I did not have soaked clothes, I don't know, I would have been miserable. But like I keep telling you guys, get the fuck outside. Go get some fresh air. Go get some vitamin D. Sit in the sun. Just get the fuck out and get some exercise. It will do wonders for your mental health, your physical health, all that shit. So go figure out something you can do. It doesn't have to be like a planned out fucking two week thing. Just go somewhere near you and explore a place you've never been to before. I promise you the dopamine hit you get while doing it and after is totally worth the burning legs. (laughs) All right, you guys, that's about it for this week's podcast. But before I get out of here, I have to say what's up to our top three downloading states. Now check this shit out. I don't think this has ever happened, but let me tell you who the new top three states are. New York, Virginia, and Pennsylvania. California is coming in at a pathetic fourth. I don't think that's ever happened. So that's what's up. Thank you, New York, Virginia, and Pennsylvania. I appreciate you guys listening and hit me up if you have any information I should check out or you want any of the documents I talk about. You can email me at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com or go over to Reddit and check out my sub, which is r slash Vanished in the Valley. As far as our international peeps, this week we have the United Kingdom, Australia, Ireland, and Canada. That's what's up, you guys. Come say what's up on my Instagram page, at Vanished Athena. Don't even bother sending a message. Just leave a comment on one of the pictures because they don't like to give me messages on Instagram because Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard. And a little side note about Instagram. I just got an email from them saying, somebody's trying to reset your password. Was this you? No, it definitely wasn't me. So I don't know if there's some fed boy trying to hack into my shit or some fucking hater NPC, but I don't care. Get fucked. (laughs) You're not going to find shit that I don't already talk about openly right here. But anyways, you guys, I would just like to remind you all to be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao.